0: Welcome to Teaching in 10, a podcast from the Center for Excellence in Teaching and Learning at the University of Northern Iowa. Teaching in 10 provides a space for higher education faculty to share teaching strategies and stories about how we engage students and support student success and well-being in 10-minute episodes. I'm Dr. Sarah Montgomery, and today we have our first episode featuring both a professor and a student, which is super exciting. Thank you. We're here. We're <laughs> excited. I'd like to welcome um, Dr. Lisa Jepson and Tristan Prouse to the podcast. Lisa is the Robert James Waller Professor of Economics in the College of Business at the University of Northern Iowa. She's also an administrative fellow in the Center for Excellence in Teaching and Learning at UNI which is where we've gotten to work together so much. You are my partner in crime, along
1: with Jonathan. It's fun.
0: Lisa teaches courses such as Principles of Microeconomics, Introduction to Economics, and Law and Economics. She and her husband enjoy kayaking and snowshoeing.
1: Today's going to be a better day for snowshoeing than kayaking. (laughs) Got a a little
0: winter wonderland going out there, Mr. Sarah. We sure do. We do. Tristan is an economics major with a legal studies minor. She's captain of the debate team, co-president of the Pre-Law Club, and is vice president of community service for the Multicultural Business Leaders Association. And she shared that she feels most at home in the ocean when scuba diving.
2: And I'd much rather be doing that today than be in the snow. Oh!
0: I know, as you shared that, I thought, oh, let me just visualize that for a minute. (laughs) So thank you so much, Lisa and Tristan, for being on the podcast. I'm really excited to learn from you both. And the question that I ask is, how do you engage students and support their success in your teaching?
1: So, Sarah, you and I know about all the amazing opportunities we have to work with students in the classroom. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to pivot today and talk about opportunities outside of the classroom. When you reached out to me, your timing was perfect because Tristan and I were just getting back from an undergraduate research conference in New York City. Wow. We had a great time. Tristan rocked her presentation. In fact, students even came up to her afterwards to compliment her on it. I am her witness, perhaps biased, but it was real. Yeah, And I'd like Tristan to talk a little bit about her topic, and then we'll answer some questions about how these activities enrich student experiences here at UNI. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Yeah, so my paper is about increasing vaccine access globally and calling out the inequality in the pandemic response and inequality in healthcare access around the world. Uh, So one solution that's been proposed to uh, increase vaccine access is giving away the vaccine formulas. Uh, And my paper talks about why that's not as good of a solution. Uh, Now, of course, there's the component of pharmaceutical companies needing incentives for innovation and needing to profit in some way um, in order to recoup investment in there, but also developing countries often lack the manufacturing capabilities um, for vaccine production. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there are also a lot of problems with entering into another health crisis due to substandard or counterfeit vaccines because the United States does have strict regulations surrounding that. There's also a case to be made uh, regarding America's geopolitical objectives since the Biden administration does want to keep jobs in America and that um, would keep export and production in America, and which is more in line with with those objectives. So ultimately, I advocate for giving away vaccines themselves rather than formulas. Now, the United States has given away 687 million vaccine doses to 116 uh, countries and economies, and they have pledged to do a lot more in the coming months. So we do have those systems in place. Of course, it's not a, a perfect solution, but it's one I advocate for over giving away vaccine formulas. We're going to learn so much
0: today. Wow, We do.
1: So what I think is so neat about this topic, I learned things from the depth of Tristan's research. So to give uh, your listeners an opportunity to understand how these projects come to be here at UNI, Mm -hmm. we had uh, a class, Law and Economics, and Tristan and I started talking about her doing an additional project in that class. And would that have been... For did you contract that for honors credit? Yes. So you, nice. she's shaking her head. Yes. So, so it started want to give a shout out to Jessica and the wonderful honors program as a way to where students can take a deeper dive into their coursework. Mm-hmm. That's the beginning of the enrichment path. And then I wanted her to be aware of this opportunity sponsored by the College of Business, which is our undergraduate research program award. She received the award and was able to travel to New York City to go to a mini the academic conference. So, Sarah, you and I have been to academic conferences yeah. as professional uh, yeah. academics. This conference is organized just like ours are. So there are sessions that are grouped by topics. I believe yours was a health session. Okay. These are all undergraduate economics majors from across mostly in the Northeast, actually. So she's there with students from Smith and Elon and mm-hmm. some, some really strong schools. They are giving 10 to 12-minute presentations. They have a formal discussant to give feedback. She served as a discussant for oh another paper. Goodness. And then they've got the Q&A, and there's, the sessions are organized throughout the day. So it really mimics what you and I are used Absolutely. to doing as as professionals. And what an amazing opportunity. Oh, my gosh, you get to do that. That's wonderful.
0: So tell me kind of the steps. So this was this related to... A reading in class or something you just have been thinking about that's been percolating for you for a while? Or what was the root of this growing into this amazing experience?
2: Yeah, great question. So it was a law and economics class with Dr. Jepsen. And so as part of that, we talked about um, the economics of intellectual property rights and also oh. patents. Um, and this is where Dr. Jepson introduced the topic um, about vaccine formulas and a little bit of the debate that had been going mm-hmm. on. And I went up to her after class and I was talking about it. I was really interested in it. it was a topic that I found fascinating. Yeah. And she's like, you should write a paper over it. And I was like, yeah, I probably should. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And now you're an expert on this.
1: Well, it's great preparation too, as Tristan's next uh, plans for her, her next steps after she graduate, graduates a mayor to go to law school. So what oh. a great blend of her economics background, her interest in business, and then her future aspirations for law school and ultimately being an attorney. So Who can't get better it? than that. Wrap that no. all up together.
2: I no. totally nerd out about it. So I love oh. it.
1: Everything you're, you're I love amongst, you're one. amongst friends. <laughs> yes.
0: Like minded souls here. You got it. So you wrote the paper as part of this honors contest tract piece Um, in connection with course content and then was there a proposal process for going to
1: this conference like what were some of those steps or what did that coaching look like yes so we uh, the paper was starts in a more modest scope for the contract part and then it gets expanded and we are in probably the middle stage of the expansion so you write an abstract and submit it to the conference and then it's accepted Mm -hmm. and so she expanded her paper to that point and then she's got even a little more expanding to do because we ought it will then become the the deepest dive will become her actual honors thesis. And that oh. is that is getting presented as it's end of end of April, right? Correct. So there's kind of three parts to it. There was yeah. the first part that took place in class, the middle part, which is for this undergraduate research conference in New York, and then the really deep dive, the soup to nuts analysis of it, will culminate in her honors thesis. It turned into your honors thesis.
0: Wow. And was that your intention going into it or it just started to, it happened?
2: No, it wasn't my intention at all. It was just a, a topic I found interesting. And I did want to participate in the honors program. So that's where the contract came from. Uh, and I did attend a few research seminars by the Department of Economics. And one of my professors said, well, find something you love to research mm-hmm. about. And at the time, I was like, what could I possibly be interested <laughs> enough in to want to do so much work with? Um But he really had a point there. And so I found out how much I really cared about advocating for this mm-hmm. position. And just from there, it expanded.
0: So you're super involved on campus and leadership roles, um, a part of the honors program, high achieving student. How has this experience impacted you maybe in a different way or prepared you for law school or, or what are your reflections on it? Because I sense that this is going to be something that you're going to look back over time and, and continue to notice how it helped you academically and personally, but what's standing out to you right now?
2: Yeah, I think this is by far the New York City trip has been the highlight of my experience at you and I. Um of course I have a fantastic professor slash faculty advisor slash tour guide for New York City. Um so I owe Dr. Jefferson a lot and I've learned so much in this process, not only how to be a better writer and a researcher and how to ask questions, um, but also the professional development and the maturity that comes from attending a conference like that and seeing what other students are working on across the nation. That has been so important. Uh, and I realize just how important that academic environment is to me and that I yeah. want to continue with that. Wow. And I'm sure it's going to impact you mentoring others down the
0: road
1: too. Absolutely. And we also, I think, want to share that research can also be fun. So yeah. we had, we have some fun highlights from the trip. Wanted to one, hear this. One of them that may be meaningful to some of your listeners. I have to confess, I only know about the show, How I Met Your Mother, but Tristan <laughs> knew about the show. So tell the tell the important little fun fact that we discovered at our at our conference reception
2: yes so it was the um kind of evening reception after the conference and we went to this place called mcgee's pub uh and it was really cool and there's just this immediate sense of nostalgia for me walking in i was like wow it's incredible how they could create that and i started looking around and seeing all this branding for the show how i met your mother and i find out that it is the pub mclarens from the (laughs) show oh my Um, god so that was definitely unexpected highlight. So,
0: Oh, yeah. how neat. And what else? I mean, what? because I mean, you got to go there, you went, you presented, you went to other sessions, you clearly went to events related to the conference, but part of our work going to academic conferences is also that opportunity to kind of expand, connect with others, and hopefully have a little adventure. We
1: had a couple of little adventures, Good. yes. So we were able to look down the street from the hotel. Now, I am geographically challenged, so I have like a <laughs> comfort zone of so many blocks, and I was thrilled, like I I look down the street to the right, and I'm like, "That's MoMA. We can go to the the Museum of Modern Art." A little tip for anybody in New York: Go around three or three thirty because it was so much less crowded. Really, I've I've been there when it's just been lines down the street, and so this was a wonderful opportunity. We each kind of picked our favorite piece of art that that we enjoyed. We went to Times Square Mm -hmm. because I, anytime I'm in New York with students, I I really love to go at night because it is hard to explain to someone that it can be brighter than daylight. Mm at night in the middle of a city so that was yeah. fun. And then the, we had we couldn't go we couldn't walk t- in Times Square and near the theater district without going to a theater production. So we went to the Broadway show. I think it's the 2019 Tony winner. So we went to
2: Hadestown. Oh I'll let Tristan goodness. tell you about how much fun we had at Hadestown. Yeah. Yeah, it was absolutely incredible. I mean the whole city was amazing. I'd never been before. Um and Hadestown the the staging, the singing, the acting, the talent um I had never quite experienced anything like that. So it was so fu- so much fun and I was so glad to be there with Dr. Jepson who I definitely consider a, a mentor. So mm,
0: I mean just what that's I don't know, I like the way you've invested in this relationship and the connection and the academic growth, but the fun too, right?
1: Absolutely. It can really, really encourage students to pursue undergraduate research as a path towards multiple things. It's not just, you know, huddled down in a library doing dusty research. It's, mm-hmm. it's It does not have to be like that. You mm-hmm. can have a lot of opportunities. And I agree with Tristan's observation that the interaction to watch the students, I enjoy interacting with the faculty member mentors at the conference because i've been to this conference many many times before and i knew most of the mentors there and we always enjoy it's a big joy for us not only to watch our students do so well which tristan did but also to see the students kind of go off and interact on their own it's a, it's a great opportunity and what's the name of the conference maybe you said it but so I'm... it's called the in, you're gonna have to double check me on this it's international political economy okay and
2: Issues, in, issues the political? in political
1: economy. Thank you. Yeah, okay, yep. yep. Issues in political economy. It's affiliated with the Eastern Economic Association. annual meetings. Okay, so really tied into your yeah, discipline. So very much. Everybody there, I think, was an economics major, and there were a uh, lot of a lot of double majors. In cool. Law school, graduate school, data analytics. Nice. But everybody, everybody had the good econ vibe going. Sarah uh, had a lot of econ well, vibes going. If
0: it was kind of an undergraduate research conference.
1: that was a little more general, or it really was. Discipline specifics. So it, it really cool. was econ. Yes, it really was econ because it is partnered concurrently with a professional economics conference. Group.
0: Okay. So as we start to wind down, I just have to ask you, Lisa, how. How did this impact you? Because I know I, I had the privilege of doing undergraduate research, um, became very close with that professor, got to present that work, like in my doc program, realized I learned how to write because of that professor and that experience. So I know personally the power of undergraduate research, but I also know on our end as faculty, sometimes it's easier to say, I just, I can't, like, I can't do one more thing, you know. So what ha- what has this experience been like for you?
1: It's one of my favorite things to do. Tristan is a delight to work with. I never have to worry about is, how far along is she? Will she meet the deadline? Does she have questions? Because she's got this wonderful maturity about her where she knows just how, how to ask questions and she'll ask when she needs to, but she'll solve her own problems first. And so that's a delight. She's a delight to work with. I love doing undergraduate research with students because you get to know them better. Like We we know yeah. some things. We bought lipstick in New York nice. City. I don't get to do that with a a lot of students. So <laughs> we we get to know each other a little bit better. And it's a great opportunity to s- just see the students' faces light up when they've had this wonderful experience. And yeah. and although I love economics, drawing a supply and demand graph often does not produce the same e- excited look in their eyes. So it's a for great sure. way for me to help somebody take a deep dive into a discipline that I love. Mm-hmm. Mm, and kind of keep you ignited with that passion, exactly, right? Exactly. Exactly. Beautiful.
0: Well, is there anything else that either of you want to share? Any other stories or things we missed, or good? okay. Well, Tristan said this was her bucket list item to get on the to do a podcast. Yes, and so I want to say definitely. thank you, thank you. I'm glad that it fulfilled one of your goals because I'm just tickled when Lisa suggested having you come with her. I thought that's brilliant. So it shows again the way that you're working together as a team and and supporting one another and engaging and furthering the field together. So thank you. Thank you, sir. I enjoy your podcast.
1: So I've been listening.
0: Oh, thank you.
2: Awesome. Thank you so much for having
0: Oh, us. yeah. So thank you again, Tristan and Lisa. This was a joy. And listeners, please subscribe and review us wherever you listen to podcasts and be sure to tell your colleagues about the podcast. And until next time, thank you for joining us on Teaching and 10 from the Center for Excellence in Teaching and Learning at the University of Northern Iowa.